Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. This is the replay from Sunday night's live call-in show, recorded again Sunday night, August 14th, 2022. Scott was down at Walt Disney World this week, so it was just you and me as we took your calls. And we were lucky to have some great calls tonight. Many trip reports. We actually talked about uh, Justin's trip. He just got back from Walt Disney World and even though the uh, the Halloween party that he was looking forward to on the last day of his trip was a little soggy, uh, he still had a great trip. So we talked about his stay over at Pop Century and some of the great times there. We had a couple of other calls where we talked, again, some of the reasons why Walt Disney World is such an amazing place. Great cast member stories. Cast members are really what makes Walt Disney World what it is. We had some practical advice to make your next vacations better. And I think you're going to really enjoy this show because really, it's kind of like three mini Monday shows all crammed in one. I really enjoyed it and I hope you will too. Don't forget today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. Your support continues to allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the VOGP Open Line for Sunday night, August 14th, 2022. Tonight, it's you, me, and no, Scotty G. Scotty G is down at Walt Disney World here for a well-deserved Walt Disney World vacation. I got to jump in here real quick. And thanks, Scott. Scott has really stepped up to the plate over the last couple of months and uh, kind of seamlessly joined the Be Our Guest podcast team with his uh, humor, his insights, because he is a DVC member. He is somebody who has run almost all of the Run Disney weekends. He has golfed at Walt Disney World. He's sailed on the Disney Cruise Line ships. He's been to Disneyland many times. He is a well-rounded Disney fan. And uh, just one of my best, best friends. He's a brother from another mother, and uh, I enjoy podcasting with him. And it's been a pleasure to have him on the shows for the past few months. And uh, due to circumstances where Ricky was not feeling well a few weeks and Pam has been traveling from here, there, and everywhere, Scott allowed us to keep the streak intact, to keep the podcast coming uninterrupted. And I appreciate that very much. And I'm super excited that he is at Walt Disney World this weekend. Uh, right now, as I as I think he is, and I can check in here in just a second, I believe he is either at Liberty Tree Tavern at this point, or he is headed over to um, Epcot to uh, go to Yacht Rock, which I'm, I'm checking right now. Nope, I'm looking. He is in Liberty Square, so he is feasting right now because I have him on Find My Friends. That's what we do. So he is feasting on turkey and mac and cheese. And uh, all the good stuff. So don't we all wish we were Scott Gardner right now? I know that it's exciting to be tuned into the VOGP open line, but even me doing my favorite thing, which is podcasting, I would rather be Scott and be down there 
having some mac and cheese, and especially that dessert that they serve at uh, at um, Liberty Tree Tavern. Yeah, because he's down there with Wade, too. So not only is he there, he's there with Wade, who always calls in on Sunday nights or usually calls in on Sunday nights because Wade's son is starting his college program. I think he started a couple days ago, and he's going to be working over at Art of Animation. So you need to look for Wade's son. It's an exciting time. I mean, it's back to school time. Uh, People are kind of getting in those last-minute summer vacations. I wish we could have made this work, but my wife is already back to school. She's been back to school since last Tuesday. Uh, Mallory's off one more week, and then she goes back, but she's got cheerleading every day at this point because fall sports have started. So we just uh, we have too many obligations right now to to get away in August, but I, I'm going to live vicariously through Scott, and uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff that he has done because he's already done a couple of things because he went down Saturday morning, flew into Tampa. If you follow his Insta, which you need to do, it's at Epscott E P S C O T. The first thing I saw, they flew into Tampa and they got a picture under this enormous. Um, uh, flamingo the pink flamingo so make sure that you check out his instagram that's how the trip started and he swears he's vacationing with tom brady whether he is or not i don't know but scott's a great guy and he's having a good time hanging out with wade and some other friends down there and if you happen to be at walt disney world over the next week look for scott he's the nicest guy say hey um and tell him mike said hi because he's having well we text all the time but uh, he, he's just he's having a good time, a well-deserved vacation with uh, with Elizabeth and Emily and, and friends. And I'm just glad that he's having a good time because uh, he's a good friend. And he's really added a lot to the show. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback from folks that have really enjoyed uh, Scott's take on things, which is uh, kind of kind of a lot of fun. So I appreciate you guys being so kind as to, as to kind of let him kind of be the fourth guy right here into the podcast family. All right, so tonight, what do you want to talk about? It's totally up to you guys. You can put it in the chat. You can give me a call. Let's open up the phone lines right now because it's just me. And uh, to be honest, I don't want to talk for an hour. It's really, really hard to do. So you guys probably know the phone number. It's on the screen. It's 407, everybody's favorite area code, 407-413-9395. And we got our first call, so let's do it. Thanks for bailing me out from the 734 area code. Hey, who's joining us? Uh, this is Doug calling live from Pagani Village. Hey, Doug, let me turn you up. Hang on one second. Let me get uh, get some volume here. Uh, get you a little more here. Kadani Village. Tell me you're close to Sanaa. Where, what are you doing out there? Uh, well, we just played some games in the community center, and we are getting some ice cream right now. Oh, my gosh. You're doing it. So you guys are DVC, apparently. Yep. We are having a great time. So what's been the highlight of the trip so far besides uh, you're in the same place and at the same time as Scott Gardner, the, the famous podcaster? Ah, uh, yes, a fellow Michi- Michigander. <laughs> uh, well, we got in on Friday and we went to the Halloween party, which was really cool. And then it started pouring. So they canceled the uh, first parade and then they delayed the fireworks. And our kid, we have two kids who are eight and five who are uh like they couldn't stay up for the whole time so we had to bail on it but then we went to disney springs the next day and we had to stop by guest services for something else so we so we asked them about it and they gave us 
all of our money back, which was incredible. That is incredible because technically, because I mean, obviously this is what I do for a living and I have to give the, you know, the disclaimers that Disney gives us and those tickets are non-refundable due to weather. So that's, but it's a goodwill gesture, right? I mean, you're talking about it right now to many Disney fans and it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to trying to have it stay up, but then when they kept pushing stuff, like, well, how we can't really make it. So, um, and then we went to Cir- the Cirque du Soleil show uh, yesterday at Disney Springs, and they picked our kids to go up on stage before the show and do a drawing. Nice. And they displayed their drawing like on the on the screen, and everybody clapped for them, and they got a little souvenir. It was really cool. So. That is super cool. When your kids get to be part of any of the shows, like, like you know, back in the day, I got to be a part of the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. My my family, I think, wanted me to be the guy who got knocked out. You've, you ever been, you've been to that show, right? Your DVC. You, you've been there, right? Yeah. They, yep. they, they definitely wanted me to be the guy that got jacked up, but unfortunately it was Pelkey, we found out, um, from, from Run Disney. But um, <laughs> so let me ask you about that show, though. What was your – because I love that show. I would have never gone to that show, to be honest, because I'm kind of a cheapie and – when I go to Walt Disney World, I just don't want to pay like a hundred bucks to do something extra when I'm already paying all that money and everything. You know, I'm going to theme parks and there's so much other fun stuff to do. But I went for a media event and I was blown away. So I may do this with my family. But there's one like act that stood out to me that was almost magical. Do, do you have like one of the acts that like totally blew you away or a favorite act from that show? Yeah, all the, the kids really liked the juggler, and then we all really liked the big, it was like the big circles that were going around, and the guys are like jumping up and down. Yes. Them. I don't know if you remember that. That was really cool. And then just showing all the animation on the, the screens that were like going in and out, like kind of throughout the show, that was really cool. Yeah, so, and I agree, those were amazing. The thing that stood out to me, though, were the, the ladies that were in, the they were kind of like in uh, oriental dresses, and they were on the unicycles. And they, yeah. they moved yeah. around like a school of fish. I mean, they were in such perfect choreography. But I mean, like the whole thing is that would have been hard to be that sync, like synchronized on on your feet. And the whole thing is like for a while there, you're forgetting they are riding unicycles <laughs> like and they're they're jumping on them. They're bouncing. And he, it was the most amazing. thing. I was like, this is the, the amount of skill. I mean, I can't even imagine the rehearsals and the practice and the time that they had to put into not only choreograph that, but I mean, to, to get it so it, the night we were there, it was so perfect. I just, it was, uh, it was almost like, I, I can't believe my eyes. It was crazy. So good. Yeah. We, yeah, everybody loved it. And then today we just like hung out at the pool and then we packed up our stuff because we're going on the wish tomorrow. So we are uh, very excited about that. Oh my gosh, you're going on the wish tomorrow. I have a long time till I go February and then for the obviously the podcast cruise July 3rd. Not that I'm counting the hours until our podcast cruise, but I am cuz it's going to be awesome. But what what are you looking forward to the most on the wish? Cuz I got a ton of stuff. But what what have you like researched and like I mean, the night before a cruise, man, you're not going to sleep tonight. But what are you looking forward to? Yeah, we are well, yeah, we're 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 diehard, so we we looked at everything. And probably the uh the Frozen dinner show for sure, because our daughter loves Frozen. And then um, the Little Mermaid show um, looks like it's going to be great. And I'm most excited for the, the barbecue on the on deck eleven and the uh, and the Aquamouse. Yes, heck yeah! That okay? You've named two of my three things I'm looking forward to: the barbecue, the Aquamouse, and the Cantina. <laughs> because I have always yeah. said, I've always said, why do cruise ships? 
not have a cantina. Like, I don't know. Like, when I'm on a cruise ship, I always, like, I'm craving, like, chips and salsa and tacos and Mexican food. It, it's, like, it's a no-brainer. I've heard, though, that that thing is insanely popular, that the cantina on the ship. So be ready. Yeah, we'll be we'll be ready. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you calling in from uh, from Kidani Village from the middle of your vacation, and I wish you an amazing uh, voyage on the Wish. And you're gonna have to give us a holler when you get back and let us know what you thought. All right, we'll do. Appreciate the show and everything you do. I appreciate Love you, and I hope you and the kids have the best time ever. Thanks again for calling in; it means a lot. Thank you so much. All right, all right, Thank take you. care. All right, bye bye. How about that? Calling in from Kidani Village, Disney's Animal Kingdom Resort, and headed to the Wish tomorrow. That's why I love our podcast. We get to talk Disney with Disney fans. I remember the first time somebody called from Walt Disney World. It blew my mind. It blew my mind, and now we have it all the time. And it still blows my mind. It's so cool. All right, 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. And I see Scott is in the chat, and it looks like he is just finishing up. At Liberty Tree Tavern, I don't know if he's headed over to see Christopher Cross tonight at Epcot, but that is who is sailing right through. Um, what, it's not called, what's the name of the American Gardens Theater there in uh, in World Showcase, man? I don't know what the weather's like tonight. Scott will have to give us a call, maybe if uh, if he can. He knows the number four zero seven four one three. Nine three nine five. I don't know if we have any runners tuned in besides uh, me. Well, Scott's there. I see some. Brooks a runner, I think. Um, well, we got a call. We got a call. You guys are saving me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. We got a couple. All right. First call. Hey, who's joining us? Line two. Thanks for calling in. Hey, it's Justin from Cleveland. Mike, how are you? Hey, Justin from Cleveland. I'm doing great. How you doing? You having a good weekend? I'm having a great weekend, although I'm very tired because I just got to my house at about 3 a.m. this morning from Disney. So spent the week down there. Oh, my gosh. Time for a mini trip report. What's going on down there? So now you got, because I know the weather was a little sketch uh, the last couple of days with the rain, but how was the weather overall while you were there? Overall, it was very good. Obviously, very warm, but that's, you know, Florida for the summer. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but it was good. But it was good. But like your previous caller, so um, we did the Halloween party Friday night. Um, and it's always nice to have something we left yesterday. Um, but it's always nice to have something at the end of your, your trip to look forward to because they can always be the saddest part of the, you know, oh, coming to the end. hundred percent. So we were, we were really, really looking forward to, to Mickey's not so scary and the rain definitely dampened it. We did not stand in line to try to get a refund. Um, I don't know what the result would have been, but that's, it's very precious as you, as you know, listen, I'm a lot like you. Um, it, it's expensive and I don't want to stand in line to maybe get something and maybe not. So we, we made the best of it. But uh, we certainly want to go back again. We tried to get lots of character pictures, but it was just very difficult to do. And wanted to have good spots for the parade and the fireworks. Um, you know, we, we, we ended up seeing the second, well, it was only one parade. So we saw that. We really wanted to see both of them just because everybody talks about that parade being like the best parade um, in Disney. So I didn't want to just go for the second one like lots of people say to do because I would have regretted not seeing it twice. Um, but that's, that's what happened. You know, it, it rained, and, and we saw it once. We were fortunate that we got to see it. Um, the fireworks were great. I am, I am not a fan of um, any of the current nighttime shows at Disney. Um, unlike, unlike Scott. I know he likes harmonious. He but, does. 
He's 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 very optimistic. I'm a very optimistic guy, but I mean, even me, I'm not. I, I'm just. I can't. It's not just that I like Illumination so much. It's just, I it's. I think what it is. Scott is more of a movie guy. Scott is definitely like he loves. He goes to all the movies at the movie theater. I just. I'm not a movie guy. Like over the last five to to seven eight years, and I think you really have to be to like that show. Like Illuminations, you just had to be a citizen of Earth. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I, 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 I can I can tell you and I have spoken before and, and you and I are very similar in these, these aspects. So so I I, I, I concur. Um, again, I, listen, I really liked Wishes and thought that I was never going to like Happily Ever After. As a matter of fact, when it first came out, I didn't like it. But um, things change. And, right. and, you know, hopefully, hopefully they bring Happily Ever After back. You know, I, I, I keep thinking that there, there might be hope because I keep seeing on social media with Jordan. Um, I'm so bad with names. The guy yeah, who yeah, sings yeah. it. Jordan. Yeah, who sings that? Yeah. So yeah. for some reason in my feed on Twitter, I keep seeing like he keeps popping up like where, you know, there's viral things where like a little girl will sing happily ever after. Then he retweets it or he has an interaction with her. They sing it together as like a duet it, like this. For some reason, happily ever after won't go away. So it, if, if Disney's reading the tea leaves, you know what I'm saying? Like they could, th- this could be an easy fix for them. This could be an easy correction where if they, they see, you know, they, I think that this is another way to bring something new where they wouldn't have to make anything new, right? They could, if they said at the end of the 50th celebration, we're going to bring back Heppley Ever After for 18 months. It's almost like you're getting a brand new show because you're going to get, you know, furious excitement from the Disney hard. Because they got to know there's a ton of people that love that show, and it didn't, it wasn't there that long, and it would generate interest, and you wouldn't have to make anything new. You could just bring it right back out of the closet. You know, it's already existing. I, I think it'd be a no-brainer. I concur. I concur with you. If, if they if they brought Happily Ever After out tonight instead of, um, what's it, what do we have now? Um, Excuse my mind for a second. Oh, enchantment. 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 Thank you. The crowd would go crazy. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, the other, the other, <laughs> the other, the other thing to your point is that on the in-room channel, one of the channels there, every night, you know, it's six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. They play um, happily ever after. Now, I wasn't in my room at that time to see it, but I saw it earlier in the day. We went back, you know, went hot in the middle of the day to take a break. And and saw that that's what they do. It it you know every hour that they're playing happily ever after. And that like, is why so are they strange. Still doing that that is I know that is that is weird, right? That they would show the old show. <laughs> to, right. I, yeah. That that's that to me that's a disconnect. <laughs> like what what's yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I I think I I think maybe when you know at least my hope is maybe I'm not thinking necessarily that that when when the fiftieth is over. They bring happily ever after back, and I don't think there's going to be an outcry of people saying, "Oh, we want to keep," you know, what we enchantment. No, I agree. So, I agree. Well, I mean, well, I I don't mind enchantment. Honestly, enchantment's fine. It's not, but the thing is, for me, a Walt Disney World fireworks show shouldn't leave me saying that show's fine. Like you know, wishes was emotional, you know. I, but again, here's the thing though. I I think that it also matters. I, I have this philosophy. Scott and I have talked about this many times. 
<laughs> as we've like, you know, sat there in, you know, in the hub waiting for fireworks with our families. We've had it with Pam and Elizabeth and everybody around us, foresters. And the thing is, we have a philosophy that I think that you have some kind of emotional attachment to the show that was playing when you really hardcore fell in love with Walt Disney World. Because I fell in love with Walt Disney World right around the Millennium Celebration, you know, right around mm-hmm. like 2001, 2002, 2000. And that's when like, you know, Tapestry of Nations and Illuminations was happening at Epcot. That was perfect. I mean, that was the perfect night because World Showcase would come to life with those uh, the puppets and the drums coming out all of on the World Showcase Lagoon or the the promenade. You know, that's like eight o'clock and then illuminations at nine o'clock, the torches, the pre-illuminations, background loop. It was perfect. And then you had wishes, which, again, was around that time. And that's like when my, you know, started going with Paige and Pam when we got married and our family kind of came together. So I have this emotional connection to those two firework shows. Are they better? Maybe, maybe not, but I think for me, it's just going to be. I always, I'm always going to associate them with some of the best times in my life. You know, like all my really formative times happened while those, you know, while I was holding on to my girls watching those shows. So I don't know. No matter how great a new show comes along, I don't know if I'm going to get that because my oldest now is, you know, living in Chicago, running a basketball program. Mallory's going to be in high school. So you just don't have those, you know, like the three-year-old little girl in your arms moments anymore, you know, at least where I'm at, you know, because I think people that are watching Enchantment that have their three-year-old girl, that's their show, you know, and that's their wishes and that's their illumination. So I, you know, maybe that's the truth, but maybe it's just, we're all different places in our journey. I don't know. Maybe, right. I don't well, know. well, I'm, I'm, I'm similar to you. I have a senior in high school and, and, and twin juniors in high school are going into. So I'm at about the same place that you are. You know, with Mallory, and when I first went there, you know, Wishes was the show. I just think Enchantment, there's no, I just don't follow the story. It's just not a good story to it, at least in my mind. Um, yeah, it's a mission. It, it's, so, it's like a, it's like a greatest hits, you know. And, and but I mean, yeah, yeah. So was Happily Ever After kind of is, but it had more of like a thread to it. And, and it's plus, it just it hits. There's something about it, that one part of the song. It just hits so hard. Because Mallory, I'll, I'll be honest, like she used to sing that song in the shower all the time. She would, because we have an echo in the bathroom, the you know, Amazon device. Right. And she would just yell out to play that every single night when she got in the shower. And she thinks she's the greatest singer in the shower of all. She's going to be so embarrassed if she, <laughs> she won't hear this. She doesn't listen to the yeah, show. I, I, but yeah, every night no, she would sing that song, Happily Ever After. You know, it's like, oh my God, here she goes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my, my, I mean, my, my, my favorite part of, of Happily Ever After is probably when we get to the part, you know, where, where, where you get the calm part and you can go to, I can go the distance. And you as a runner, I as a runner, we know that when we get into Epcot on Marathon Weekend, that that's the song that they're playing. And you're like, at least me, you're so looking forward to hearing that. Um, and I think that that resonates, um, you know, listen, listening to... Um, happily ever after yeah. as well but that's you know, true. Every, as you said every everybody's different everybody's got a different story and i guess that's what makes disney great no it is it is everybody's at a different place and uh you know some people were there since 71 you know i was born in 73 so i obviously don't have that connection and i appreciate that you know it's just uh but you know like yeah we all some people have a weird, you know, uh, story behind going to Casey's and having corn dog nuggets. You know, as weird as that is, that's their thing. You know, some people have the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is their thing, and I appreciate that. You know, like now I have, you know, a couple stories that are associated with Disneyland because of the trip I got to have 
last month. And that's, again, that's what I love. It's not necessarily about how many times you've done something, about how highly rated an attraction or show is. It's about the people you were with and the stories you make at a certain place on a, you know, doesn't even have to be an attraction. Could be on a bench at, on a street, on, on you know, a theme park that that makes it awesome. Let me ask you this though: you mentioned running because I wanted to get to this. Yeah. Are you Spring Surprise? They just announced the the themes with the uh, Pixar for uh, Spring Surprise. What did you think of those? I I, I love it. it. The the issue is is that I'm signed up for for Wine and Dine, Marathon Weekend, and Princess. So I would like to do all, all of them one year, and this could potentially be that year, but I don't think it's going to happen. But maybe, but I like the theming. Yeah. I wish it were just for a different weekend. Yeah, so um, I, I definitely, definitely, yeah. Same for me. Like, I've signed up, because this will be the first time I've ever done this, but I decided this is going to be the year. I signed up for Wine and Dine, signed up, for, barely got in almost all. All three of these were like a harrowing experience, but I got in Wine and Dine, got in Marathon, got in uh, Princess, and that, so I'm going to try to get in for spring surprise, but I, I like the themes. I mean, I think they're interesting. I wish, I wish they would have done a yeah. half marathon though, but I mean, I, I like the 10 mile distance. That's, it's fine. It's fine. They, well, that's, 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 that's the killer. It's like, I mean, here's 3.1 miles more. And for you, while you're running a half marathon every day, so it's no big deal. Um, I mean, you train for it. It's, it's a big deal. Cause it's quite an accomplishment what you do. Um, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but, just dumb. But, but, <laughs> you, may, you may be pay, you may be paying for it later in life. Oh, I will. I, yeah, I can. You but, should see me. It takes me twenty minutes to get out of this basement to get up back to the upstairs after the show. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. Well, let's hope let's hope that doesn't happen. But none, nonetheless, yeah, it's nineteen point three miles that, that you're that you're running. So you get the you know you do the challenge. Um, again, it's 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 you know. I don't know. I look at I look at a mile and say, hey, it's you know eight minutes. That's that's how I do it. I don't look at it's another mile. How many miles? Time to me. Um, so, but I but I definitely like the theming. And I have another week and a half or whatever to think about it, or whatever. But I don't know if my wife's gonna let me do that one. Yeah, I know. I know. It's one of those things. Like, uh, the thing is, like, I used to not do them all, because, but then my wife would be like, you should have signed up. So, I'm like, you can't say that at this point. Like, I can't. You can't go back and say you should have. Like you had to commit, like within that five second window that you had before everything sold out. Like, you know, because then I last year with the chair, I had to get a charity bid for the ten. I just only ran the ten miler because I, I was perfect in that race. And so this year, like I've decided, like she's gonna let me. She doesn't care at this point. You know, she's always gone with Mallory cheering and doing all these things and. You know, we're at a different place now. Like, you know, we're so busy. She won't even notice if I'm gone for like two days. You know, she's she's well, running here use, and there. Yeah, yeah, you can just use it as an excuse that you need to go look at something new for work now. Well, yeah, I mean, that's then, that's it. Yeah, but yeah. It, problem is, here's the thing, though. It was easier to travel. Honestly, honest to God, it was easier to travel when I was a teacher than it is when I'm a travel agent. Because when you're when you work in travel, at least like the way we have it set up at the Magic for Less, like. When I'm not working, I have to get somebody else to do my job for me, which is very hard because of the client load that I, I have a lot of guests. And when I have somebody kind of step in for me, it's a little overwhelming a lot of times because I have like sure. I'm pretty efficient and like I'm very much like a routine guy. And uh, not everybody has the exact same routines as me and it can get away from you fast if you're not like on top of things. 
And so, yeah, yeah. being on vacation is, is quite a challenge, but we make it happen. It's, I thank God for like Ben and Michelle and Jeanette and Jocelyn. I got, I got a, I got some great friends that help me out over there, <laughs> but it, I know I, when I leave, I get nervous for them. I'm always like, please, I know you're going to be okay, but you know, call me if, if you get underwater. No, That's I'm crazy. sure I'm sure you help them out when they go when they do the same. I do whatever I can. So real quick though, any other yeah. highlights besides the yeah. uh, the the rainy uh, um, Halloween? Because that's so sad. I, the one thing I kept seeing people tweet about the real quick about the Halloween party over and over was that the upgraded uh, trick or treat bags, like that they're reusable. I mean, was it was it they're, that big a yeah. deal? I well, just kept yeah. seeing that over and over. Yeah. So I've never. Yeah. So I've never gone to the. the I've never. This is my first like after hours type event. Because I'm like very much like you, and the timing has to work out too. Is that you know I have an annual pass. Now I'm spending extra money right. to go to another event. Um, but we were there, and and believe me, I would have rather gone to like let's say the Tuesday show. Um, you're paying a premium to go to the first show. Mm-hmm. So you know you see every every blogger. Yeah, you know you everybody's there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, I, I I I didn't need that part. And frankly, I would have liked to have seen some reports from some of these people to know where to go, where you know what was where. Um, so I think you're a little disadvantaged being there on the first night. But the, the bags were very nice bags that they gave. And um, like people have said in the past, and, and again, we're, we were a novice at this. Um, we spent too much time getting candy, and they would give you, like, armfuls, basically, of, of candy. Um, now, I wish I liked the candy, but, again, it was a waste of time because for $20, I can go and buy all the candy I want right. you know, of what I want. So. <laughs> Um, we, we had, we had a lot of it. And when we left pop yesterday, we gave it to, um, some of the, 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 the bell service people, by the way, at pop bell services, what's his name? Elsie, Elsie, when you went there and then I went there a week later at, around when, when they could reopen from COVID, I remember you talking about him yes. and I spoke to you uh-huh. guys, guys, like the, 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 the best, like one of the best cast members at, at pop, You're right. um, but he was there, but we, we gave, we gave them candy and they were so appreciative <laughs> it's good stuff uh, yeah, yeah. i don't, don't want to care i don't want to carry it back to the airport well see when we I, went i brought home plenty yeah actually my wife we got so much candy the time the last time we went to the halloween party because there were four of us that she took it to school because my wife teaches in a very she teaches in ferguson missouri and it's very kind of socioeconomic like depressed i mean there's the kids don't have much at all and i mean she gave that candy away to those kids for weeks and <laughs> that's how much candy she had i mean like she had, you know, they were she was tossing that stuff out for like correct answers for multiplication facts, and <laughs> I mean, like those kids were loving it because I mean that's good candy, you know. <laughs> that wasn't, you know, it's, yeah. it's decent no, it's candy. All- it's like M and M's and stuff. It's not fake stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it, it, it's not generic stuff. It's Almara's brand candy. So no, right. it, it's good stuff if you like that stuff. But but you can only you can only take so much back of. No, I hear you. But it was good. The, ba- the bags were nice. When you left at the end of the night, they gave you a picture. I don't know if they're giving you this this picture at the other, you know, at future um, parties as well. But people made a big deal about them doing this giveaway. I guess it's probably kind of similar to what they did maybe at the 50th when you walked out of the park. Yeah, um, I think it is. I mean, I, like I got one that night. It was such a nut house that night. Like I got one, and it's in my storage room because it kind of got all it got bent up because it was like a it was chaos just getting to the bus that night. <laughs> I got Yeah, was, I tried to keep it mint, that, but it, how, it, it didn't. It didn't. Was, it didn't stay mint very long because it was just like I was just trying to survive the bus ride back to Pop Century. <laughs> yeah, no, ours, 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 ours worked out actually. We we did one of those things instead. We looked at the pop uh, bus line at the end of the night, and we looked at out of animation, and ours was a lot lot shorter. 
so we jumped in their line instead. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, they brought five bucks. Then they brought five buses up to Pop to try to clear it out. So. <laughs> there you go. That's the expert tip. If yeah. you're at Pop, look at the art it's, line. It's not far. Just walk across the lake. It's a bridge. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And, we, and, I, and our room was really close to, to the, the Hourglass Lake Bridge, so which awesome. is nice, obviously, for the Skyliner. Um, but but we did we did get that picture and whatever we made it survive for the three of them that we got That's they did cool. they did survive um, back but 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 the lines at the bus stop because I think at this this Halloween party and what I'd heard previously is people would leave after that first parade or after the fireworks I guess then nobody left after the fireworks because there was no first parade right. and they were waiting for the eleven fifteen parade so the bus stop I mean, basically everybody who was at the Halloween party all left at once <sighs> I would say. Capacity of the park, I got to tell you, I don't think it was any less than a regular park day. Um, it did not feel um, not crowded. It, it, and frankly, it felt very crowded. Yeah, they sell those things um, too too hard because they're supposed to be exclusive. And I felt the same thing over the last like five years. Like they, because they, for what you're paying, it should be a very much an exclusive feel. And it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah it did people. not. It did not feel that way. Not not whatsoever. Did, did the uh, um, did, 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 did the headless horseman run at the parade? Because I mean, I know he, he doesn't run because it, it's not. slick. I know yeah, it's with the horse and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did not see that. And people, people said, or I read someplace maybe that said he didn't go because of the weather. Yeah, so not sure. Yeah, he can't. Know, that, yeah, he does. Reason. That that horse does not go if it's wet at all because of the it can slide on the blacktop with the horseshoes. I've always been told. Yeah, well, it was, it was it was wet. There were cast members out, like trying to take brooms, trying to get you know puddles um, away for the parade. They didn't they didn't succeed. Um, there was just so much rain that, that there was no way it was possible to do it. But, but they did you know they did run the run the parade nonetheless. So which was which was good. Um, we watched the parade from Frontierland over where kind of the uh, we we were aiming for the little DVC. Um, where they would have DVC and Frontierland. Yep. Um, good spot. But but we were a little yeah, it's a good spot, especially if it's raining, um, to get some cover. So um, you know, we were kind of in that area. Yeah, but, but I always go I always go in front of the shooting gallery, so right there next to it. Yep. Exactly. In the shooting gallery right now there's no it's it's free play. Oh, nice. Um, when you know, <laughs> Whoa. That, so. Whoa. Write it down. Hang on. Give it a bell. We got something free. <laughs> right, right. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, you know, it's it's a shame that because I did see it was raining. I was trying to follow along because I knew Scott was going to the part. Or Scott wasn't going to that party, but he, I think he was doing H2O Glow Nights that night. So that kind of got it got canceled, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, but I hope overall the trip was a good experience. Well, I mean, it sounds like it was it just, I know you're looking forward to that at the end and it didn't come to the great, you know, the crescendo of the vacation that you wanted, but you know, I hope you had a good time overall. Yeah. Well, we, we, we did, we were there, we were there from the previous Saturday through yesterday. Um, and we, we, you know, as always, we had a, we had a great time. Um, it'd be better. Listen, every time we're hoping. Is that, and I thought I had heard a rumor about it, but of course there's just a rumor that annual passes would be back. Just like you, I have an annual pass, and my daughters don't have annual passes. Um, and we were there back in, in December, and now we're here now. So Disney wins on that one. And listen, that may be why they never bring annual passes back. Who knows? Well, they had that. Um, they had that. But, uh, they had that. that investor call which i don't understand those things at all i just you know i'm just a fan i don't get into i know people on twitter break that stuff down all the time and i don't even get in on that because i'm not i'm not a financial guy i'm just a fan 
But, you know, I did see something say that, you know, they make more money by not selling the annual passes, which I kind of understand because if people have to continue to buy Magic Your Way tickets over and over, yeah, they probably do make more money. But, I mean, you're also kind of you're kind of making your your super loyal fans a little salty. You know, and there's something to be said for right. that. You know, not everything's black and white. You know, you got to have some goodwill yeah. in there somewhere, yeah. and that's not always uh, on a spreadsheet. Yeah, and, and the same thing for the dining plan, which I know they said, you know, that affects, you know, you and the travel industry, that they were going to bring it back, you know, before, what they said, before the end of this year. Yep, yep. But but is there really any reason to bring it back? Because you go to try to get a dining reservation, and every every restaurant is full, so they're getting the full price. I mean, if you were theoretically getting a discount, um, why, why do they need a discount on anything when everything's full? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, so, too, because I keep thinking it's coming back because on the packages, it's still a button. You know, it's like we could still, you know, theoretically, there's still an option to add a dining plan. Now, we can't not, it says not available at this time, but they haven't, like, gone in and removed, like, the lot, the code line that says dining plan, you know. So, right, right. I don't know. I, I just think, I mean, right now, travel's hot. I mean, I'll tell you that there's dates in October and November. There's weeks where there is not one hotel room available on property. I'm talking nothing. I'm talking two bedrooms. Wow. You can't get anything like within that week. And it's uh, so people are traveling and Disney's getting, you know, non-discounted rooms and they're, they're filling up. So when you see that, they don't have a lot of incentive to, to make, uh, you know, aggressive moves. You know, I think we're going to have to see things kind of cool off a little bit and then Disney will be incentivized to, uh, to, to discount and to uh, be a little bit more creative and getting people to head down. Yeah. And it doesn't appear, like you said, it doesn't appear that that's going to happen anytime soon, which is, you know what, that's, that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. great for them. Hopefully, hopefully they spend money. They saw, listen, I looked at it maybe a little, little more than you or whatever. And I, I was at the parks last week, so I didn't have much time. But nonetheless, the parks were the place where they're doing their best business. So hopefully they start spending some of this money and reinvesting into the parks more. Absolutely. Um, it's 100%. Is, like, I'm fine is, with, yeah, it's, they need to put it back into, you know, I understand they got a, it's a, it's a for-profit business. Everything is. You know, like, I mean, I work so I can make a profit, you know, so I can pay my bills. You know, that's how the, that's how the world works, you know, so I can put gas in my Jeep and go to Taco Bell and eat. Um, that's how the world works. But I mean, also you got to reinvest, you know, because you, you, especially in, in Walt Disney world right now with that whole new park going in over at universal, they're being super aggressive. And, uh, you know, Disney's always been a leader and, and you don't want to find yourself in the next five years being a follower, you know, it's just these Disney fans. We've kind of had an, an arrogance and a sway to us. And I don't want to be the, I don't want to be in second place as a Disney fan. I want to be the leader. Yeah, now people ask me all the time if I'm going to Universal, and, and, and again, similar to you, I have an, an AP at Disney World, so I'm not going to bring myself to spend the money. I've never been to Universal, um, and I have no intention, I guess, of, of going. Maybe maybe I shouldn't be saying that out loud to put the pressure on Disney, but <laughs> but they do need to reinvest. Certainly the Animal Kingdom, um, I mean, you have a place where you had a, an attraction, um, but you have, you have nothing except a wall around it now, so yeah, hopefully they do something. Bad you, show. You, tell, you know, if you look at other parks, you Utopia would be nice. It would make a lot of sense, you know, to do it over at Rafiki's Planet Watch, where you already have a train kind of that would take you over there. But you don't watch movies, so you haven't seen Utopia. But no, <laughs> it's, it's, I haven't. It's good. I, it, would I make, should. it would make I, a lot. It would make a yeah. It would make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, you know, potentially in that area of the park, um, uh, they can have a good story to it. But. I'd be fine. 
Well, hey, Justin, I'm going to run because i got yeah. a couple people yeah. calling in. Hey, I appreciate you calling. Thank it's you. so good to talk to you. And, uh, again, I'm sorry Likewise. that it rained for that Halloween party, but it sounds like you had a good trip. And don't be a stranger. Hey, yeah. make it happen. Spring surprise. I want to see you there because I'm going to I'm gonna well, catch well, it from my wife, so you better, too. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I, I hear it. Well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll catch up with you at Wine and Dine. Okay, all right. We'll see you down there in November. Okay. So it'll be uh, here before we know it. Thanks, Mike. All right, take care. You have a okay, good week. Talk you. to you soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Yep, you too. Bye. All right, Justin in Cleveland there. Hey, good trip report there. Yeah, it's just a bummer, man, when you look for those hard ticket events and then it rains. Scott had that happen to him, I believe, over at the H2O Glow Nights. I saw that they did. I, I saw that it was Kansas. I haven't talked to Scott since uh, since he's been down there, but I believe that they did get into Typhoon Lagoon because I saw a picture that they were holding some kind of a really good-looking ice cream sundae, which I think is kind of the highlight of H2O Glow Nights. So... I don't know. I guess that maybe they got to get in and then they canceled the party while they were in the, the water park. I'm not positive. I'll have to ask them. Maybe we'll call them. All right. We have our next call. Thanks for being patient. The 63603 area code. Hey, who's this? Hey, Mike. It's Brandon up in New Hampshire. Swansea searcher in your chat. Hey, Brandon. What's going on? Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. No, no problem. Uh, I just want to share a quick story. Back in 2019, we did the Christmas party uh, down there in Magic Kingdom. We were there the first week of December, and it rained so hard they canceled all the parades, uh, all the cookies vendors that were handing out the cookies and stuff like that. They all <laughs> ran inside. It was terrible. And so uh, the week after, when we came back to New Hampshire, I got a survey about the from Disney about how the experience was with the after-hours party. So I, you know, I wasn't being a jerk about it or anything. I just explained what had happened. And on Disney's credit, I will tell you, they sent us a $200 Disney gift card. That's good to hear. That's the right thing to do. I mean, because they can't control the weather, but they can make it right. And it doesn't, again, that's called guest recovery. That is great guest recovery because that was two two years ago, right? Almost over two years ago. And you're talking about it right now. <laughs> and you're not you're not displaced anymore. Oh, yeah, anymore. no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was totally. a great guest experience. We, we had the same thing happen uh, last year. We were down there in December, and we were we did the uh, candlelight processional for Beer Garden. And my wife wasn't feeling well, so I went into Beer Garden, and I said, listen, we want to do the candlelight processional. My wife doesn't want to eat a bunch of German sausages. She's not feeling the greatest. <laughs> right. But I will pay for the entire experience for the tickets. The manager comes out and goes, so what are you asking of me? I said, I just want to pay for the experience, but we want to see the candlelight processional. No big deal. He goes, you don't want a discount? And I said, no, absolutely not. He goes, Merry Christmas, and hands me the two tickets to the candlelight. That's awesome. That's a good cast member. That's that's reading. I'm not trying to sound mean here, but that's the difference between experience and not having experience when it comes to working in the service industry, right? You know, you can oh, you, you have an opportunity to turn somebody's bad day into a great day. You know, it's not, your day is not going to be awesome because your wife's not feeling well. But you can walk out of there just whistling like, hey, just guess what just happened? Like we just we're still going to get to do this. And even better, we're not having to pay full price. Like they did something for us, whereas you were not asking for anything. You were not demanding. You were just trying to be able to see the show without having to go through the I totally get yeah that when I hear these things that is somebody that's reading the room and trying to do what they that's that's what I was sold on with Disney when I when I started all this you know not the podcast but when I when I bought into being a Disney fan is that when you go to yep. Walt Disney World the cast members are there to make magic and they still do they trust me they still do and hearing that just makes me feel so good 
Well, and and like the the first lady that I spoke to, she's like, so you want to pay partial price for the candlelight processional and not pay for the meal? And I said, no, that's not what I'm saying. I said, we booked this months in advance, so I'm willing to pay for the entire experience. We just don't want to eat here. We just want the ticket because they don't hand you the ticket until after the meal is done. Mm -hmm. And I said, so we're not going to sit through the meal. I'm willing to pay you the money right now for the tickets. And she's like, well, I can't do that. You have to have the meal. And, and the guy comes forward <laughs> and he must, says, no, you no, must eat, you must it. eat, you must eat four bratwurst and have yeah, three exactly. black four forest brownies. Schnitzels, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I wasn't willing to do that with my wife sitting there green in the face. No, and, you know, I'm, no, not, I'm not, that's some kind of, of yeah, that's some kind of punishment. There's a, you should not ever even have to get within a whiff of a beer garden. If you don't feel good, that's, uh, that's not right. Exactly. And, and she's not going to sit down and put a, few pints down or anything yeah, like yeah. that you know so she didn't get it but he did and i said listen i'm here's my card charge the entire experience we want to go see it and this was the uh I, i'm sorry i can't remember his name but he was the voice of mufasa that's who we were seeing that night at candlelight processional and the guy goes so you're willing to pay for the entire experience but just watch the show and i said absolutely and he goes Merry Christmas, hands me the tickets, he goes, your card will not be charged. That is it. So wait, what, James Earl Jones? Was that who it was? No, no, it's the uh, the Broadway version. Oh, the Broadway, okay, I was going to say, was it Darth it? Vader? Uh, I was like, holy, I'd have paid twice yeah. for that. <laughs> oh, I would have paid three times if it was actually James Earl Jones. <laughs> me too, I'm like, I never heard that he did the candlelight processional. No wonder you were giving your credit card out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, or if it was Neil Patrick Harris, because I would yes. do you house it. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be so, yeah. Kurt Warner did it one time too. I mean, I'm from St. Louis, so you, Kurt Warner did uh, it one time too. So I'd have loved to see that, even though I don't like the Rams. My dad's got a Super Bowl ring, but I don't <laughs> like the Rams. He'll be coming flashing that sucker here on Tuesday. <laughs> that, what's hilarious about that is I'm from New Hampshire. I've never been a Patriots fan, but I'm a Buccaneers fan my entire life. And then Tom Brady goes to the Bucks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's the chances? So, quick story, Mike. I just wanted to tell you how I was, I've was. i been a recent listener to your podcast, and I've been listening to it for a while now and going back through episodes, and you guys were asking the question of where your Disney fandom came from. I grew up in a really small town, grew up with my grandparents in New Hampshire, and never thought Disney was on the radar. Well, when I was in high school, uh, 1996, this ages me a little bit, we were able to uh, be invited down for Disney's Magical Music Days. Nice. And go down for the Easter parade and parade as a marching band through Cinderella's castle, going through the backstage and stuff like that. That's where it started for me. And we did it again in 98. And since then, I've been hooked as an adult, more prosperous in life. My wife and I go down twice a year. We do Coronado in the uh, December. We do Pop Century in May. And I'm telling you, Disney's Magical Music Days, I don't know if they still do it. It was fantastic back then. It was an amazing program for kids that didn't have enough money to go to Disney World, but we were able to do it for five days when we went down, and it was, it was just absolutely hooked me right in. That is awesome. That is so cool because, and I believe they still do them because I know on my last trip that they were, you know, here is, uh, you know, the the the, you know, I can't remember the name of the high school, but from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, coming down Main Street, you know, busting out of Liberty Square and coming, you know, around the hub. And I think that's part of that program. I don't know if you go for five days, but they do still have the, the high school bands and stuff. And I think that is so cool. And, you know, it's one of those things. I was the same way. You know, I didn't get to go until I was in college because we just didn't have the means. You know, we went to Six Flags if we were lucky. 
But it, it is. It, it's magical. And what's funny is you mentioned how you guys go a couple times a year. It's about what we do in Pop Century and Coronado. I, I really don't need more than that. You know, like I've stayed at Yacht Club because, you know, you catch a discount. You know, I, I try to stay a night here, a night there because of, you know, working in the travel industry. I want to be able to have those experiences to speak with my guests about what each hotel is about. But, you know, for me, honestly, like Coronado is as fancy as I need to be. You know, Pop Century suits the bill when I go down to run. I don't need anything more than that. That's totally great. Give me a Skyliner, a comfy bed, and you know a, a tie-dyed cheesecake, and I'm in heaven. So, what? what <laughs> I mean, what what memories have you made down there? Like besides that initial memory, what keeps bringing you back that that you really like about it? Kind well, of in the last little bit here. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Mike. The first time that I've been down as a grown adult was 2019. My daughter moved out. She's 25 years old now. She was 20. Two, obviously, then she moved out to Las Vegas, Nevada, and we had decided that why buy Christmas presents for each other? Why don't we do something different? And my wife had never been to Disney World. So me as a nerd, on hesitant toes, said, what do you think about going to Disney World for Christmas instead of buying Christmas presents? And I really thought she was going to shoot me down because I'm just a geek and I'm a Muppets nerd. And she goes, oh, my God, you're going to take me to Disney World for Christmas? And I was like, okay, we can do this. We did it. We absolutely loved it. When she walked down Main Street for the first time, ever seeing the castle and all of the shops down Main Street and just seeing that in the foreground, I was hooked. And she was hooked. And then I said, you know what? This is going to be a Christmas tradition every year. And then we said, you know what? We love gardening. Let's do flower and garden. Yes. And that's what we've done. So we go every May. We go every December. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my gosh. That is, <laughs> I don't know what to say. That is so good. That's exactly. Disney needs to call you again and make a commercial. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because that's exactly. <laughs> that's, but here, you want me to get on a soapbox? Because this is what Disney's doing wrong. They need to tell those stories in their commercials and in their marketing rather than what they're doing now. They're not making emotional connections. And that's the kind of story that, I mean, I don't know you <laughs> like, you know, we we're talking on the phone here and we we sound like we're brothers because we sound very much alike with your hotel choices, the family, all that. We have a lot in common. I can already tell. But if I just saw this, this little 30 second, like little montage of what you just told me as to why you like Walt Disney World and how this came together, I'd be like. Oh my God, I got to go to the computer. I have to book a vacation right now. <laughs> Half the country be doing that if you you have a heart. I mean, it, 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 that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, you take you know, a loved when you take a love when you're kind of in or you're almost all in, but then when you take a loved one and you see them kind of buy in, like you do, you're just done. Like you're just like, here, take my credit card. I'm in. We're we're, we're hooked. I'm telling you, Mike, when I walked around that turnstile, we got through security check-in and we walked around the corner and, you know, you come in by the fire station and everything else. And she's just like looking at the balloon vendors and, you know, looking around the little common area where the flag is. And she finally turned that first corner. I couldn't even look at the castle. I had to look at her face because she literally looked like a seven-year-old for the first time ever seeing Cinderella Castle. And it's Cinderella, not Cinderella Yep. I could not believe it when she saw that and her face just lit up. It was just on it. That to me said, we're coming back. And when you think about it, how many times in your life do you get the opportunity to do something like that? You know, there's, 
not that life is mundane, but I mean, a lot of our days we go through, you know, we work, we go to school, we do the stuff we have to do to take care of the house <laughs> to, to make it happen. But then, you know, you have those, those red letter days as one of my former bosses told me, you know, those, those, those days that you're just going to always file away that you're going to, when you have a bad day, you go back to that day and say, but remember that day and that day can happen again. Today's a mundane day, but this, we're going to get back to that day too. And you know, that's it. And it's cool to have a place like Walt Disney world. Cause you're probably not going to have that exact same moment, but you're going to have that nostalgia. When you go back there, you're going to make new memories, but it's also going to remind you of, of those past memories too. That's what I think I like about, that's what I liked about going to Disneyland this July. It was all brand new. So we kind of had that same moment you had like the first time. Like I remember we all looked at the little bitty sleeping beauty castle, like, Woo. Everybody said it was small and it is like, but it was so cute. Like we, it was so neat. It was so just, uh, you know, like that's Walt's castle. Like that's not, that's not Roy's or somebody's that's Walt's castle, you know? And it was, it, that's the Matterhorn. Like it, it, it was this exact same thing. And now hopefully we get to go back here for years to come. We'll, we'll remember that trip from July of 22, you know, and it, it's a, it's a good thing to have a place like that to escape to when the world gets a little rough, you know, you can kind of, insulate yourself for a few days and, and enjoy the people you love. That's what I like. Absolutely, Mike. And I will say that the castle in Disneyland is not small. It's quaint. <laughs> Perfect. It is. It, 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 it's, <laughs> you know what? I took so many pictures of that castle, you know, because I thought I'd be like, well, it's a little castle. I'm not going to take any pictures. The more I looked at it, because we were there for five days, and we always went back to Disneyland. We had a hopper, so I always had to go back to Disneyland. I was Scott loves DCA, and I love DCA was a fun park. It was a lot of fun. I really liked DCA, but I was just like drawn like a magnet back to Disneyland. Like, like Walt was calling me back across across the uh, Esplanade. I had to go across and go, but uh, yeah, I just kept taking pictures of that castle because like I have. I've watched so many old clips of like black and white video clips, uh, and that's that's the castle, you know, and I just like, I, I'm here, you know, I, I never thought I would get there. So yeah, it, it's quaint and it's, uh, in my word, it's perfect. It's, it, it's perfect. Oh, I love absolutely. It. <laughs> if you go back to Walt's original books and stuff like that too, and you, and you actually listen to Walt's story and stuff like that, where he talks about Marceline, Missouri and stuff like that, it takes you to that spot in your Disney nerdum that it's like, oh my God, I'm standing on the same places where it failed the first couple of days, you know, where gas lines were breaking right. and people's heels were sinking into the pavement. It's just like, I'm standing in this disaster, but now look what it's become. And this was his dream. This is exactly what he wanted. Granted, it took a little bit for it to become perfect, but it's that's a piece of history. I mean, like I live in New England, so for me to go down into Boston, Massachusetts and go on Bunker Hill and stuff like that, to me, I'm more of a Disney nerd than I am a New England nerd. I'm a huge New England nerd. Don't get me wrong. But uh, that that's the ultimate nerdum for a Walt Disney World fan and a Walt Disney fan. No, I get it. I get it because, like, like you said, with Marceline, I, you know, I've been to Marceline. I spent my first Father's Day. We slept in the Uptown Theater, which was where Walt and Roy premiered one of the movies back at Marceline for the kids of Marceline. And I actually got to sit under the his dreaming tree. Now, it's not there anymore. It got struck by lightning a few years after this. But that was actually the tree on Walt's farm in oh, Marceline. Unreal. Yeah, I got a picture of it. My very first Father's Day in 2008. Um, my wife surprised me. She's like, pack your bags. We're going to Marceline. She knew, she knew I'd like it. 
And we went up there for one night, Saturday, Saturday night, and into Sunday. We came home on Sunday afternoon, and it was just, uh, it's amazing. It, you know, it, having gone to Marceline and then going to Disneyland, it was just perfect. But, uh, yeah, I'm so glad that you took the chance to call tonight. And uh, don't be a stranger. It's, it's so good to talk to you, and I, I sure appreciate you listening up in New Hampshire. That means a lot. Well, I absolutely love it, Mike. I, your guys' show, Scotty's a great uh, addition to the show. Apparently, I obviously didn't know that he wasn't there prior, but from as far back as I've gone so far, he's been in every episode, <laughs> so I'm going to have to go back prior to that, before Scotty. But I wanted to mention that, is he staying at Coronado during this trip? He is. He's, uh, he ate at Three Bridges last night. He's at Coronado. It's his home base. Well, if he's going to Toledo, he's going to be surprised because that was the best Spanish tapas. That's my wife and I's biggest thing is when we go down, we go to signature restaurants, a couple of them every trip. Toledo was one of my favorites. Uh, Jose Andres' place there at Disney Springs was amazing. We do Morimoto. We've, we've done most signature dining in the Springs anyway and at Coronado, of course. Three Bridges, you can't. That's our tradition every night we get there. We've got to get the signature burger. We're going to get that nasty, cheesy dip. <laughs> It's delicious, but boy, you're going to pay for it. I've, I've still never eaten there because I, I always go to Maya Grill. Maya Grill's my jam. It's I'm old school. Like, I've always gone to Maya Grill. I just like the I like the guy, the guitar guy that plays the smooth jazz and the food. It's uh, it's pretty, <laughs> When I find a place I like, I go there all the time. But I got to go to Three Bridges. He is going to Toledo, though. I know that's on his agenda. And I'll tell you what, Scott goes to all the signature restaurants. So he... When he comes back, because he's usually on the Sunday night shows, so you got to call back in a couple weeks when he's back and give him a you and you and he got to give a give a little uh, back and forth because he'd love to talk signature dining with you. I've talked to so many people into going to Nomad Lounge too to get the grilled octopus, which is fantastic. <laughs> Sitting on the water and watching the cavalcade go by, people are like, "Ugh, I'm not going to eat octopus." Yeah. No, it's fantastic and it's cooked right. But, uh, yeah, no, Three Bridges is what we do every time we show up, and we're always going to Morimoto Asia, those uh, Asian sticky ribs. Phenomenal. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's nothing better. And I showed my wife for the first time in her life when she saw the Sprinkles Cupcake ATM. Yes. She was giddy. She made me actually record it so she could put it on Facebook. Oh, yeah, we, we need one of those in every town in America. Like, if I run, if I ever run for president, I got a couple platforms. One, there will be no freestyle Coke machines allowed in my country because those things are just a mess because you get a, <laughs> you get an eight-year-old up there and it takes 20 minutes to get a refill. So we're not – those are going to be immediately illegal. And – uh, cupcake uh, ATMs on all corners, so everybody. <laughs> why? If we can have a Walgreens on every corner, why can't you know they have the red box outside? Why can't we have a uh, cupcake ATM out there too? One hundred percent, Mike. Well, it was great talking to you. I just wanted to share my little bit of a story. But again, uh, they still do the Magic Music Days at Disney, and that hooks kids and teenagers alike to be able to enjoy that experience and get them un- involved. I'm telling you, that was the ultimate experience. We we came in backstage. We came in next to Pirates of the Caribbean. I remember that being the first ride I saw ever in Disney World. And then, like you said, they announced your marching band group going down Main Street. And I don't want to brag, but in both 96 and 98, Monadnock Regional High School in Swansea, New Hampshire, won both competitions. Well, there you go. Hey, it's not bragging if you can back it up, right? That's how it is. Absolutely. We have the trophies <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> that's awesome well hey i appreciate you calling and don't be a stranger give us a holler here in another couple weeks absolutely take care mike you take care too take care bye-bye
All right, what a show. Thanks, guys, for making it so easy on us tonight. Man, that was a lot of fun just hearing from some new callers and you know some familiar faces. It's, it's great, the great chat uh, here live on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. You guys are awesome, and I love talking Disney with you. You guys are the best audience ever. Uh, just a couple of uh, housekeeping things we wrap up. Don't forget we have our podcast cruise. This is what the podcast cruise is like, but it's like this for four nights, five days, while we're eating ice cream and tacos and ribs. Now, this is going to be new this time because we didn't used to have tacos and chips and salsa and guac and ribs on the other ships, but we will on the wish pizza and ice cream and subs and French fries. All this stuff's happening. This is just what we have after we have our three meals during the day. So if you want to sail with us, we're going to do a live podcast recording. We have other events on the ship. July 3rd to the 7th on the Disney Wish. Go to uh, themagicforless.com, fill out a quote form, put BOGP Cruise. We'll get you some numbers on that. But we just hang out and talk about this kind of stuff. Disney stories. Just about life. It's not all about Disney. It's about just like where we're from and, and making those connections. It's so much fun. This is what it's like. It's just like hanging out. It's great because we have so much in common already. Uh, don't forget tonight's show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out again over at themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really helps us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this possible, and I sincerely thank you for allowing me to podcast here for almost 15 years. This is a passion of mine. I love talking Disney. And more importantly, I love the relationships I've made with you. Being able to talk Disney with each and every one of you from Australia to Canada to the United States to Japan to the UK to Germany to South America. It's amazing that we can do this through podcasting, and it's because of your support. Remember, our patrons get that bonus show every Tuesday called Mike in the Midwest. So if you'd like to support us, please come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest. Excuse me, PR Guest Podcast. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, don't forget, you can follow the team. Uh, Scott's down at Walt Disney World right now, so he's a fun follow at Epscott on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at PR Guest Mike. I'd love to talk to you this week. And uh, don't forget, Facebook and YouTube, you can uh, subscribe to the show so you get alerts every time we go live Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. You can call in and immediately be a part of the show. All right, we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your Sunday night, but hey, I hope you have a great week, and I hope you're back with us tomorrow on Monday as we record live. We'll be doing the Lister Question Show and the Friday Show with Ricky and Pam. So join us on Monday around 545 Eastern Time, same time, same place. We'll be looking for you. So for, well, not Scott, just Mike. Hope you have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.